to First and Filoni, the second episode of Season 2 here. This week we're going to do our Big 12 preview. Um, probably another one of the worst Power 5 conferences. Um, but before we get started, I'm Donovan Filoni as always. Uh, joining me is Mr. Andrew Cooper himself. Um, we had some good feedback from our uh from our show last week and and we had some good points here with the highlight being um the ACC does have a possibility of a Heisman uh contender um with that isn't a quarterback with Will Shipley um I think the overall conclusion is Florida State Clemson coming out of that and I think we both agree they have a shot at the playoff if they don't lose more than one game um so for the Big 12 I think it's going to be kind of similar to the ACC um just to go ahead and get off the rip here um what what are your thoughts going into the Big Twelve this year, Mister Mister Cooper? I think it's going to be pretty wide open. Uh, I don't really think, to me, you know, there's a set team. Well, I have one in mind, but as far as the other contenders, I kind of have a sleeper that I think is going to be playing Texas in the top. Well, that's interesting because I'm 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 interested to see that now because I think I have a sleeper as well, um, just because of based on schedule, um, not based on allegiance of where I went to graduate school last year, but um, their schedule is pretty pretty easy. Um, but anyways, we'll go ahead and get into it then. Um, let's go ahead and talk about what's new to the conference. What's new to the Big Twelve this year? Um, two things. Uh, first thing we're going to talk about is the new teams to the conference. We got Houston, Cincinnati. UCF and BYU, no longer part of the G5s or the G6s, whatever you want to call them. Um, they're now into a Power 5 conference. Out of those four teams, man, who do, who do you think is, is going to have the best year? And did, have you had a chance to look at their schedules yet? I haven't had a chance, but I think if I had to pick one, I'm going to have to go with Cincinnati or Houston. Cincinnati or Houston? Um, I take it back. I take it back. I'm. All, I think. I think UCF. Gus Malzahn. I forgot about him down there. Yeah. So UCF only has to. Uh, they have to play at Case K State and at Oklahoma. Um, I think both of those are definitely going to be losses. But their schedule beyond that, uh, UCF isn't very difficult. Um, the advantage they're going to have is you got to come down here to Florida to play, right? Um, for Baylor, for West and Virginia, they just for upgrade too, I believe. Say what? I think they got a stadium upgrade. Or yeah, I mean it's in the middle of Orlando, and I mean it's just hot and humid down here in Florida. Um, but they have a pretty easy schedule. Um, Houston's schedule is a little more difficult, but it's manageable. Cincinnati schedule, um. I think it's very easy as well. I think they're all going to probably finish roughly about the same if I had to if I had to pick. Um, and then BYU schedule is actually very manageable as well. I'm, I'm looking at them right now as we're going through. I don't see them winning more than eight games per team, um, but I I do see them in run making a bowl game, being above six and six for all of them, um, maybe eight and four max. Um, I don't trust B- BYU. I, I just I just don't trust them. Houston, I really, really love, especially with NIL, maybe not this year, but in the years to come, because Houston is a massive 
massive oil money like graduates school so they're going to benefit heavily from the nil i think um but and then cincinnati losing uh luke fickle i i think that's the downfall of the state of cincinnati there um but it should be fun to kind of see huh who does Cincinnati end up getting for? Um, I can't. Let me see here. Uh, uh, let me look it up here because I can't remember off the top of my head. It was oh Scott Satterfield. Why? Why did I blank on that? Yeah. Um, which is a big name, but Luke Fickle had something going there, and like he made those boys believe. Um, and I just, I just don't. I don't see I don't see Scott Satterfield having immediate success. Uh, Cincinnati lost quite a bit in draft and transfer portal. Um, although their jerseys are always badass, I just don't think they're I don't think they're there. Um, I will say though, you know, we're going to be talking about jerseys a little bit later. The Big Twelve, all of them do have pretty cool jerseys. They might be the best conference of jerseys, um, low key, but. Um, but who has the best record out of those four? I, I know I kind of beat around the bush there. I said six and six, eight and four. You said um, UCF and and Houston, right? Um, I, I think I'm yeah. with you. I, I want to say I, I want to say Houston, and the reason why is because I like their transfer quarterback Donovan Smith, um, and he's the guy that came in played against NC State last year when Texas Tech played him, and he's he's not bad. Um, and Houston always has athletes. They always do. Um, but UCF, UCF would be a close second, if not my number one. So, um, okay. And then the second thing that we'll, we'll talk about here, uh, briefly as well with what's new is Texas and Oklahoma. It's their last year in the big 12. Um, now Texas and Oklahoma, there's a couple questions I want to ask you with them. Um, because both of them had disappointing seasons last year. Brent Venables, Oklahoma, they looked awful, and he's supposed to be a defensive specialist. Um, and then Sark couldn't put the offense together last year. I think Quinn Ewers was playing hurt most of the year anyways. And then uh, Hudson Card, who's now with Purdue, um, I don't think he was an answer for a backup. Texas now has a couple good backups with Arch Manning and the the other kid who's 6'7", who just looks like a monster. Um, can't think of his name. And then Oklahoma has a lot coming back last year. They got a good uh, transfer porter pool. Um, we'll go ahead and uh, go right off the right off the bat here. Who who do you think is going to have the better record, Texas or Oklahoma this year? Hey, Texas all the Texas. I I think so as well. I, I'm falling for it again this year. I said it last year after the Alabama game. Texas is back. Those three words are going to haunt me all season because I'm saying Texas is back. Um, do you think Sark or Venables is on the hot seat if they have another bad year, though? Venables, no. Sarkeesian, yes. See, I think it's the opposite. I think Venables, yes. Sarkeesian, no, because the recruiting classes that Sark's been getting have been nuts, man. Yeah, but, I mean, this is only Venables' second year. It's Oklahoma, man. Those fan bases are just as bad as an SEC school. But I think you can make a case for both. I, I'm not trying to say that you're wrong. Like, but like, I just, I'm not, 
I'm not sold on Venables. Uh, I'm just the way he handled everything last year. Um, okay, and then uh, in in kind of like uh, opposite of that, you know, hot seat we talked about. Um, do you think both of them make a leap, or just just Sark, or just Venables? Like, which one? Which one do you think? Um, or what what kind of season do you think they both will have? I think Oklahoma progresses. But I don't think it's going to be that much. I think if anybody's going to have the year between those two, it's Texas. Well, like Oklahoma, um, they had they were what six and six last year. I think so I see them at least one in seven or eight games. Yeah, so they got Arkansas State, SMU, Tulsa, Cincinnati, Iowa State. Those all should be wins. That should be starting off five and zero going into the Texas. Um, which is going to be a day game, the Red River shootout, always fun. Um, and then they got uh, UCF at home, um, then at Kansas, which we can talk about that a little bit later, uh, at Oklahoma State, which is always going to be tough. I don't care what you say about how bad a team is. If it's a rivalry game, it's always going to be tough. Um, and then versus West Virginia, BYU, and TCU. I can see them winning at least seven and then a couple toss-ups. Yeah, I mean, if they do win, I mean, they're only – yeah, like I said, if they do win, I I got them winning seven. Eight would be the highest. Really? I have them at least seven. No, I mean, they're going to win seven. Drop one of the uh, bad teams. Oh, yeah. You you heard it here first, folks. First bold prediction of this episode. But I mean, I wouldn't call that too bold. I I think that's pretty good. Uh, if we look at Texas, we're going to know who Texas is by week two when they play Alabama at Alabama. Um, that game last year was so fun, and if Quinn Ewers didn't get hurt, Texas would have won by ten. Um, Agreed. So I, I think I'm very high on Texas again this year. They showed me a lot. They have Worthy coming back. They have Ewers coming back healthy. Uh, they're missing Bijan, which is going to kill them. But, um, but all right. Yeah, then, but I mean, I, I think they'll be okay on the running backs. To, uh, yeah, I mean, it's Texas. If they can't recruit Texas, like, come on. Um, and then the last question with this, and then we'll move on to transfers here is, um, going to the SEC, do you think it's a good move for them? Do you think it's a bad move for both Oklahoma and Texas? Or um, we're all we're talking about conference realignment oh. a lot, and we'll be talking a little bit about it throughout the season because it's the big topic. But uh, what do you, what are your thoughts on Texas and Oklahoma leaving to go to the SEC? I think the first couple of years they're going to be overshadowed. Uh, I think the first year they struggle a little bit. But I think they pick it back up in the second year. Yeah, I mean Arch Manning will become. But I think you're going to be you're going to be playing Alabama, LSU, Georgia. I mean, right. And with them, too, you know the Big Twelve is mostly high scoring games. It's not going to be like that playing NFL defense. defenses day in and day out. Yeah, so that, that, that leads me into my point there as well. Is I'm not worried about the offenses as much as I'm worried about the defense. 
and and somebody pointed it out in Discord. Shout out Mike. Um, we'll be hearing a lot from him next week or two weeks from now when we talk about the Big Ten. Um, but um, he put he made out a good point is that historically the Big Twelve doesn't really play defenses, although there are defensive stars, and and that's that's the that's the um, that's the point, right? So Venables, if he is the def- defensive star like coach that he's saying he should be fine, but he hasn't shown me any of that. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, I think against some of the teams in the SEC, they're good or they'll be okay, but I think they're going to go in mid to low end of the conference to start, like you said, and then they have to be able to recruit that defense. So, um, okay. So let's go ahead and talk about transfers here. Um, not a big transfer conference. Um, and it's not surprising a lot of these people or a lot of these teams had um, returning starters, a lot of transfers on defense. And and you know how I feel, unless you're like in that, like a Charles Woodson or a Manti Teo, I don't really care about a singular person because they're not really going to change much. Um, but we'll talk about quarterbacks, two quarterbacks. And I think they're the most important ones is Donovan Smith from uh, Houston, uh, formerly from Texas Tech. Uh, Clayton Toon is gone after five years, so Houston will have a fresh new face. Donovan Smith, I thought he's good. He played well against a very tough NC State defense, if I remember correctly, last year. Um, he's not a bad player. Um, Alan Bowman, then, from Texas Tech in Michigan, is transferred to Oklahoma State. So Mike Gundy has his quarterback that isn't his son, thank goodness, because his son is garbage. Um, Alan Bowman... Pretty good gunslinger, uh, unfortunate injuries at Texas Tech and Michigan, um, but he was highly recruited. Uh, any thoughts on those two quarterbacks? I mean, they're not like the splash quarterbacks like the ACC got, so. No, I mean, I think the one that I would like to watch more would be Donovan Smith. Yeah, I think so as well. And and just with Houston coming in, it'll be more of a fun story if he's successful, I think. Um, okay, so we'll go ahead and go into running backs then as well. Um, we'll do running backs and wide receivers all at the same time. I think the wide receivers are more interesting than running backs. We have Arlene Harris Jr. from Stanford to go to Iowa State. Um, we got at running back. And then at running back again, we got Treshawn Ward from FSU to Kansas State. So... Kansas State loses Deuce Vaughn and gets another stud running back. That's pretty good for the way Kansas State likes to uh, run the ball. And with Will Howard at quarterback, I think that's a good move there. Um, And then two wide receivers. uh, TCU replaces uh, Quentin Johnston with JoJo Earl from Alabama. Uh, Big name there. Never saw playing time because these kids these days are impatient with the transfer portal. Um, And then Xavier Henderson from Florida to Cincinnati. Um, which is a good pickup, although Florida receivers didn't really do much last year. Um, still, if you go from a big five to a smaller team, I think it's good. Um, I don't really have much to say except for the wide receivers. They're replacing good wide receivers, and they both got good grades on them. I wouldn't be surprised if we're talking about them when we do game picks. Um, but other than that, I don't really have much to say more about any of these transfers. Any other thoughts on them? Uh, they, they ain't no James Worthy, so it don't really matter. Right, yeah. And James Worthy is coming back, and, and, and that's – he was hurt last year, and he's he was a stud even when he was hurt. Um, okay, and then we'll just talk a little bit about top transfer teams. 
Um, last year, I or last week, I pulled three teams um, in the top 25. And just let me know if any of these teams surprise you and maybe change the way you're thinking. Um, in the top 25, we got Oklahoma. At, that was the number eight. BYU at 20. TCU at 21. Oklahoma State at 22. And then Baylor at 23. So um, five teams in the Big 12 that were ranked in the transfer portal. Um Surprising to me, actually. I don't know. I don't know what that hit you there. I know I'm bigger into the transfer portal stuff than you are, but does that does any of those surprise you? Like that's their transfer portal rankings yes. nationally. Yeah. So like Colorado um, got number one because of all the transfers they got in quality of transfers. I believe they're either one or two. I, USC was one or two with them. Oklahoma one stands out to me because if, I mean if they're getting transfers right. eight nationally, then they really ought to be able to produce this year. I think any of these top twenty fives being able I mean TCU surprises me getting those people to come to a smaller school. Um Oklahoma State, they're quietly building something, I think. And and I'm not saying that because I used to go to Oklahoma State, like, but I mean Whenever Oklahoma State has an easy schedule, they blow teams out of the water. When they have a hard schedule, they play like crap. And that showed last the last two years, right? The one lost season when they beat the Brakes off Notre Dame in the second half of the um, uh, New Year's Day Bowl. And then last year when they just couldn't, couldn't catch a break. Like they were losing by, you know, one, two score games. Um, so we'll see here. Um but you know, I'm I'm with you. Oklahoma, it looks like they're rebuilding, man, and that and that's good. That's that's good for Venables. So, um, okay. So then next next part of our uh, preview that we're gonna do for each conference is record tiers. Um, and I went ahead and tiered them off. Um, and then you know, just give me your analysis. Get your get your quick hits with it. I only have two teams in tier three. I think uh, the Big Twelve is very middle heavy. Um, and, and I could be wrong on that, but um, Tier 3, I have only two teams, and that's Iowa State and West Virginia. I don't know, man. I feel like West Virginia ought to be in Tier 2. One of my bold takes is West Virginia, man, and, and they just – they, they keep losing players. This is the first year that they don't have a transfer quarterback since 2013. Like, I just – and Neil Brown, I think, is a complete dumbass. Like, I think he's he should have been fired over the offseason. We need the old Pat White. Uh, so, they don't have – so, they don't have uh, – JT Daniels, nope. Right. We uh, take this thing. Tier three. <laughs> I mean, JT Daniels – I thought he came – I thought he came back this year again. No, he he transferred again. He went to the Rice Owls. Um, but JT okay. Daniels wasn't that great last year either. They had a kid who ran four three, who had four three speed, four two speed at wide receiver, and they didn't do shit. Hmm. So I have those two. Um, save a bold prediction for West Virginia at the end. Tier two, we have most of the conference. Um, we have the four that just came in, the Cincinnati, BYU, Houston, and UCF. I also have Baylor and Texas Tech in there, um, as well as Kansas. Now, this is a big step for Kansas. Um, I like their coach, Leipold. Leipold? Leipold. Um, 
I think JT Daniels is a stud. Um, which I need to add him to my Heisman hopefuls because I've I like him a lot. Um, but like that's going to be the bulk of the conference. I think there. I think we have four teams going to the top. Um, I think you can make a case for TCU and Kansas State being in tier two instead of tier one. Who did you just say for the Heisman hopeful? JT JT Dan or I'm sorry JT. Um, who's the kid quarterback from Kansas? Who am I thinking of? What's his name? You're gonna have to look that one up. You messed me up on JT Daniels. Jalen Daniels, excuse me, Jalen Daniels. I had JT Daniels stuck in my head from the West Virginia State. I apologize there. Jalen Daniels, yes. Um, Before Jalen Daniels got hurt, I mean, he led undefeated Kansas. Like, he looked good. He's back. So, I'm I'm drinking the Kansas juice there. You're probably going to kill me on this one, but I'm moving one team to tier one. Okay. I'm going Texas Tech. Yeah, I, you can make that argument. I think. Go ahead. Like, like give me why. Uh, I think I think they do. I like the coach. They had a really tough schedule last year, and they beat teams, and nobody gave them any recognition, yeah. recognition for winning those games. And I mean, they beat some pretty good teams. They were playing. So I think all that builds third-string quarterback. Right, freshman. True freshman. Yeah. So, I'm moving them to tier one. Okay. And later on, I will tell you why. I, I, I won't fight you on that. I just, I have them, I have them on the high end of tier two. I think uh, eight, four, nine, three type season. Um, but Texas Tech looked, like you said, they looked good last year. And if they keep it up, I mean, why not? Because I think this conference can be wide open. I have these four teams at tier one, and I struggled with it because I almost just put two teams. Um, Texas, Oklahoma, TCU, Kansas State. TCU had the luckiest run in college football history last year, and the national championship game showed it. They got their ass beat. Um, and it wasn't even close. Like, um, So I think Texas and Oklahoma kind of highlight this. I put Kansas State in there because I'm a big fan of Will Howard. I'm a big fan of what Kansas State does um, just in general. And they're always disruptive. Kansas State's always – oh, Kansas State's always – I'm looking for the right word to say this. Kansas State is always in the mix. Yeah. And they always, They don't get a whole lot of preseason accolades and all that, but right. um, the middle of October, it's like they crank it up. Oh, middle of October, they're in the top 20 in the rankings. And Will Howard is a stud. I mean, you saw him play a couple games last year. He can – he's a big quarterback. He can throw the ball. You know what I mean? He beat – or he almost beat – or he did beat TCU. Did they beat TCU? Yeah, in the championship game. He beat TCU in the Big in the uh, Big 12 championship game or last game of the season. One and two. Um, I think it was the last game of the season. Yeah, whatever, whatever it was. Um, but I think TCU is overrated. I almost put TCU in Tier 2. But I gave them respect of the season that they had. It's uh, Sonny Dyke's second year. He got lucky. He must have paid off the devil or something because he got lucky as shit. Um, but I think Texas and Oklahoma lead this division. Um, but I never count out Kansas State. 
Um, okay, so Heisman hopefuls. Um, I have four written down. Well, three. Now I'm typing in the fourth one. Um, do you have any Heisman hopefuls? Did you want to kind of lobby? I have or three. Going to give you your give me my give you my list first. I have three that I'm lobbying for. Whether they make it, I really don't know. Well, like I said, these are Heisman hopefuls. It's not our final Heisman list. We'll do that during week zero. Um, this is like right. who we think has a dark horse chance or a good chance of getting uh, to represent the Big 12 in the Heisman. Because realistically, right. like, let's be honest, it's going to be Caleb Williams, it's going to be Drake May, it's probably going to be Blake Corum. So, Jalen Daniels. Yep, I, that's the one I just wrote down, but I love him. I love him. Quinn Ewers. Yep, I have Quinn. James Worthy. Ooh. Look at Andrew giving us props. I know he was in the top 20 for uh, Heisman odds as well. James Worthy, um, for those of you who don't know, is Texas wide receiver. Um, dude's a stud. If he, stays, if he stays healthy, if he can stay healthy and they can sling the ball around, and he can rack it up. He could be like the next Devontae Adams. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, and it, it all depends on Quinn Ewers too, right? Like, it all depends on, on what they do. I think Alabama will be a fun game to watch um, to see see what they do with uh, both of them. I, I don't – I don't – I don't not like those. Um, I had two of the three there. Um, James Worthy, I love – I like I said, I it's just not a wide receiver – or running back award, unfortunately, but I think he's the second best wide receiver odds behind Marvin Harrison. Um, the other two that I had on here, and it's just because if they if their team has a good season, they're going to be in the in the um, in the argument. Uh, Dylan Gabriel from Oklahoma, I don't like him, but he'll be he'll be in the argument if Oklahoma's good. Um, and then Will Howard. From Kansas State, I think a lot of he's going to surprise a lot of people this year. Um, but I like I like the James Worthy pick, man. I do, I do. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and, and just talk about. Say that again. Listen, you got to think off the wall. No, I like it, and and I don't like I said I don't hate that pick. Like if we were if I was in a gambling state, I might put like. You know, five bucks on it because why not? If they have a good year, five bucks at like fifty thousand odds is a good. It's a great payout. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't not like that. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and talk about conference champs here. Um, conference champs. Hey. I think we're both in agreement. I think we think Texas is going to be there. Um, I think I went chalk on this one, man, and I, I'm going to go ahead and pick Oklahoma. I think it's going to be Texas Oklahoma again. Um, I have some really? dark horses. I'm a, I have some dark horses, and I'll tell you why my dark horses. But I want to hear your your thoughts here too. Remember, there's no conferences, so it can be any team. Yeah, I know. I kind of thought about it. I have three, possibly four, that I think can be in contention to play Texas. Yeah, I do too. One, Oklahoma State. Their schedule is cake. Cake. Two. Kansas State. Yeah, I have them. They're my number three. 
three, I'm going to throw Oklahoma. Okay. Four, I'm going Texas Tech. I had Texas Tech as well. I had them written. We had the same. Oh my god! <laughs> but I mean, like, let's talk about it though. Like, just so everybody knows. Saying, so saying, just so everybody knows, we do not talk about this before we get on the show. No, I mean, I give him the schedule rundown. We talk a little bit about it, but like, we save our football takes for college football for the show. Last year, it was killing us when we would watch the games. We'd be texting each other, but we didn't want to give our takes on the texting or calling. Um, but we save everything for the show. Uh, but like, let's let's just take a quick look at those uh, at two of the ones that kind of surprise you, right? We know Oklahoma is going to be in the conversation. We know Kansas State's going to be in the conversation. But let's look at uh, TCU because nobody said TCU, and I don't have them up there. Um, so let's look at them first and why I don't think they're going to be there. Colorado week one, um, Nichols, Houston, SMU, West Virginia, Iowa State, BYU, and then they go on a. That was pretty easy front half of the schedule. Then they just go on just a unlucky run. At Kansas State, at Texas Tech, versus Texas, versus Baylor, at Oklahoma. I don't think they survived. Yeah, that's like the, that's, that's like the Bermuda Triangle there. Right, that's that's hitter's row right there. That's the, the 20, you know, for Big 12, that's the 27 Yankees, right? Um, that's just, I just don't see them coming out of that. Um then, like, let's take a look at the ones that the one that I'm high on. I'll look at first. Then we'll look at your Texas Tech Red Raiders next. Um, Oklahoma State, and the only reason why I'm picking them is because I looked at their schedule, and I don't see anything lower than like nine and three. And if if it's a bad Big Twelve season, which a nine and three or was it ten and two was in the championship game last year. So if they just win one of those toss ups, why not, right? So they got Central Arkansas, win. They got Arizona State, win. South Alabama, that will be a good one because I love South Alabama, but that's a win. Iowa State, that's a win. This is where it gets tricky. Kansas State, but it's at home, so that's a toss-up. They have Kansas at home, that should be a win. West Virginia away, that's a win. Cincinnati, I'm not high on them, that's a win. Oklahoma, I'll give it to Oklahoma, so that's their – possible second loss of the year then at UCF I think that's a win because it's later in the season the humidity won't be there um, at Houston I think that's a win versus BYU I only have two questionable games on that whole schedule maybe three if you count Kansas Kansas State Kansas and Oklahoma outside of that I don't see another loss is that game is that BYU game is that at home or at BYU uh, it's at home. Okay. Yeah, never mind. That's, that see, that's what I'm saying. If it was at BYU, maybe. But, like, I don't – I mean, where's 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 another loss? Maybe Houston, maybe BYU, maybe UCLA. Honestly, dude, I, I – honestly, man, I can see them running 7-8-0. Right off, right off Jump Street. Yeah, I mean, they, they have the Kansas-Kansas State games. I think those are going to be their tough ones, right, in the middle of the schedule. And then Oklahoma. See, that's the toss-up game that that I think they can win is the Kansas State game. Right, but it's at – it's and, and that's at home. So that leans it to – I would agree with you. Both Kansas and Kansas State are at home, and, and Oklahoma's at home. All three of the toss-up games are at home. They're not losing all three of those. 
not at home not not how rowdy that place gets um so i i mean do you see do you see what i'm saying like they might not have the best team but it's just like louisville their schedule is easy enough that i don't see losses um i mean you know shout out in the comments guys if i'm wrong please let me know and i was very high on them last year but like i just don't i don't see more than three losses max on that schedule and then let's go ahead and look at no, Texas. Let's look at Texas Tech here for you. Wyoming, that should be a win. They're uh, at home versus Oregon. I think that's a loss, but that's because Bo Nix is coming back with Oregon. I, we don't. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, go ahead. I got that as a loss. I got that as a loss. Yeah, and then we got Tarleton State win uh, at. West Virginia win um, home versus Houston. The reason why I have this as a win is because it's home um, at Baylor, which Waco is tough to play in, but I think that's a win as well. Uh, home versus Kansas state again um, at Utah for BYU um, home versus TCU, which is good, but that one might be a toss up um, at Kansas by then. We'll see how good Kansas actually is. Um, and then home versus UCF, and then at Texas, I see eight and four, nine and three, Ma like max. I don't, I don't know I, ten and two. Yeah, I can see not. I can see nine and three, possibly ten and two. You, you're gonna have to sell me on ten and two. Like so, at Texas is a tough one. TCU at home. See, I had them. I had them losing. Like I said, this is just a long shot because I think really and truly if they can get back on track. I have them losing to Oregon, and I think they're playing Texas in overtime. That's the tall. That's another toss-up game to me too because how healthy at, is Quinn Ewers going to be at at Austin? Friday, yeah. Friday, November twenty fourth at six. That'll be a fun game to watch. That'll be a fun Friday game to watch. No, I mean, all I can tell him is that. Down there in Austin, you better watch out for them flying tortillas. <laughs> yeah, you never you never know there. Matthew McConaughey come on the field with his shirt off, and then, you know, Texas is going to win that. I almost got hit by one of them things in NC State last year. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. I, think, I think you're right. I think Texas Tech has an easy enough schedule. I can see maybe four or five losses in there, but I think out of those four or five losses, I think three of them are toss-ups where I can see them winning. It, it just kind of all depends on what they bring back. They're losing a lot on defense, but they're getting a lot back on offense. Yeah, man, I really like their coach, man. I do, too. I, I really like them a lot as well. I like their coach a lot as well. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and, and just lead into it. Um, we got two more two more segments here. This episode is going to be a little bit shorter than the ACC one, guys. Sorry, we you know, Big 12 isn't really our forte. Um, ACC will always be a little bit longer because we got – big fan in the ACC with NC State uh, as my co-host. Um, but um, we'll go ahead and get some bold predictions out here. I got three bold predictions, but do you want to go first or do you want to go like one after another? You go, I go, you go. I'll do one after another. All right. You want to go first? No, you can go first. All right. First one I have is Texas has less than 1.5 losses and makes the college football playoff. No. <laughs> it's a bold prediction, man. False. I think that's a good bold scale. No? 
Why, why do you say no? I think they're That's lost good. to Alabama, and I don't think they lose after They all – dude, they always choke. Somebody always gets hurt. But Texas is back. Okay. Okay, so, well, so let's, let's look at their schedule. Um, versus Rice win at Alabama loss unless they pulled it up. And so um, versus Wyoming win at Baylor win versus Kansas win uh, neutral site neutral site Cotton Bowl Oklahoma that's a toss up um, at Houston win versus BYU win versus Kansas State win at TCU win at Iowa State win versus Texas Tech win. See, I could see them faltering to Kansas State or Texas Tech. I, I, I'm not saying they don't have three toss-up games. This is my bold prediction statement. <laughs> this isn't my, what I think the record's going to be necessarily, but my bold prediction is no, going to be one-loss just... team going into the college football playoff as a four-seed. So. Right on. All right, that's my first one. What you got, boss? Bold predictions. My bold prediction is Texas Tech shocks the Big 12. Shocks as in one of the two in the conference championship? Makes the Big 12 championship. Yep. Nope, makes the Big 12 championship. Okay, I I can see that. It's going to be – I think they – have out of the four or five top teams, I think they have the worst odds of doing it. But I mean, we just went through their schedule. You can make that a good argument, I think, as well. Um, so I like that. Who who would they who would they play then? Texas. Do you think Texas? So there'll be a rematch of the last week of the season. Yep. It's possible. I got Texas. I got Texas Tech beating them in the final regular season match, and then in the championship, Texas gets their revenge. Oh, I see. I can see that. I I can get on board with that. I think. Um, okay, my next bold statement, and this is where I'm gonna get a lot of hate. Ooh, do, yep. TCU will be under 500 this year. I have them. I'm not arguing that one. Um, and the and the reason why, and I'll I'll do two because they kind of go hand in hand. Colorado shocks the world and beats them in the first week of the season. Dion Sanders, baby, Dion Sanders. The remember, guys, these are bold predictions. <laughs> I'm going out on a limb in saying this. That's not to say I'm not going to still pick Colorado week one when we do our game picks because that will be a game to pick. But TCU will be under 500. I think they lose to Colorado. I think they lose to Kansas State, Texas Tech, Texas, Oklahoma, and I think they actually lose to Houston as well. Hmm. So we'll see. We will see. I think they just – I think they had like seven or eight games last year where they won by one score or less or by the last drive of the season or last drive of the game. 
So, that, I mean, you can't have the ball fall your way every single time. Um, so I did two, sir. Um, I don't know how many you have yeah. left. Go ahead. I have, I have one more. Okay. I'm going to go with Kansas State's running back replaces Deuce Vaughn and gets over 1,200 yards rushing on the ground this year and over – Over 15 touchdowns. Okay, so I don't think that's a very bold statement because they're a very run-heavy team, bud. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. At the end, when we look back on this, you're going to know I win. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I'll give that one to you. Um, hey, a lot could happen. He could get hurt the first week and it don't happen. No, you're right. You're, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, okay. Um, my final bold prediction, I had four, like I said, this week, um, and I'm very confident in most of them. Um, I think Neil Brown, coach of West Virginia, gets fired by week five. So let's look at their first couple schedules. At Penn State, loss. Versus Duquesne, they'll win that one. Versus Pittsburgh, they'll lose that. Versus Texas Tech, they'll lose that. Versus or at TCU, they'll lose that. He's not making it. Um, to uh, pass that. And then the bye week happens right after that. He's not making it past that. He'll be fired by then. He'll be fired after the TCU. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's definitely on the hot seat. Yeah. So um, that one is like your Kansas State 1,215 touchdowns, asshole. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Thanks. Relative here. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. And then our final segment of the Big 12 um, is best uniforms. Um, now I said I pre I prefaced this with I think the Big Twelve at the beginning of the episode with I think the Big Twelve has some of the coolest modern jerseys um, of the entire country. Um, Oklahoma State's is always pretty sick. The uh, Country Roads uh, West Virginia ones they wore against Pitt last year with the with the county lines on it was pretty sick. Um, TCU always has nice ones. Texas Tech, that black and red is just nasty. Um, but uh, best uniforms, I have two of them, um, and they're both orange. The first one is the all orange or the gray and orange um, Oklahoma States. That that all orange ones that they have, or if they have like the gray with the orange, like the gray lettering with it, I think those look so sick. Um, and then the second one, talking a lot about texas but that burnt orange with the white and the white helmets with the classic longhorn logo i just something about the classics man i I love that jersey as basic as that is all right i got three or four i like kansas's they really stepped theirs up in the last couple years did you like those powder blue ones that they had Dude, I'm telling you, I love the Jayhawk ones out of that helmet. That was pretty sweet. It looks like uh, the two better than the old KU they used to have on it. It looks like well, the two they look pretty cool. Moves. Hey man, you've had your time. My time. Okay. So, okay. Kansas, I like Oklahoma State's. Yeah, and they're always pretty solid. Uh, shit, who was the old one? UCF. Tends to throw some pretty decent uniforms out there too. They're, they're all black with the black and gold. Yeah, yeah. And finally, man, I like the Texas all white, white helmet, white yeah. top, white pants. 
Yeah, with that That's clean. lettering, like it's just it's iconic. Yeah. You see that you think of Vince Young sure. or Ricky Williams or like you get you think of the good players, man. All right. Well, thank you guys. That's it for us this week. Um that's our big twelve. We have five weeks left, I think, until college football now. Um, four weeks once you guys will hear this, I think. Uh next week we're gonna do the Pac twelve. Uh, we're starting to get into the fun conferences, the Pac twelve next week, Big Ten the week after that. SEC the week after that, and then week zero, we're going to give conference playoffs, our three Heisman uh, main Heisman, or five Heisman main candidates, I think, and then week zero picks. So Pac-12 next week, guys. Um, thank you guys for listening. Once again, you know, spread the news. Uh, we had a couple listeners new to the podcast uh, for Apple and Spotify, a couple on the YouTube new as well. Um, please start, you know, just share the love. Uh, once again, if you have any questions, uh, reach out to the Instagram, um, DM me uh, on the Instagram or, or my personal account, um, or even Andrew himself, his personal account, he'll, he'll relay the questions to us. Um, and then in the Discord here for the casual casual wrestling community that I'm in, uh, feel free to keep, keep uh, bringing those questions in. I look forward to hearing more a little bit about uh, Pac-12 questions, Big, Big Ten questions next two weeks. Um, and we'll, we'll keep this thing going here. Thank you guys for listening.